0: Hi, and welcome to That International Life, stories from around the world, but mostly from Poland. Today we have a very special guest who was in Poland for a little while, but is not from Poland at all. Um, okay, now I realized I was going to ask you how to say your name. Micheline? Is that it or not? Yeah, Micheline. What? I thought it was... How are you supposed to say it correctly? See, I butchered well, this already. Well, it's French, so I, it's like Okay, Micheline. so... Oh it's Michelin, Michelin, like a sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: yeah. not should that, be good
0: at that. Isn't that oh, yeah. All my allergies. Um isn't that what your name means, sneeze? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. That's just mean. Okay, so you say Michelin then?
1: Yeah. In in yeah, but my students call me Mimi.
0: That's probably easier. No. Oh I never called you Mimi, so I guess yeah. I won't I won't do that. should have but anyway so we met now that I you I guess you wouldn't imagine that we met because I don't even know how to say your name I thought I was saying it right the whole time the French way but I just sounded like an American without trying to do a French accent um but yeah you and I were on a CELTA course together or took a CELTA course together and we ended up in the same group which I think was our saving grace I don't know about you but you yeah we we kind of we kind of bonded and wrote a lot of notes and laughed a lot yeah and i mean notes not as in i don't think we made notes as in like helpful notes for tests it was like notes to each other
1: i know if i if i look back on the salsa notes it's like oh my god rachel did you see this
0: exactly it's like oh man he's acting i can't believe he's doing that why would he do that What do you, where do you want to eat after we're done with this horrible (laughs) course? Yeah. Yeah. So, but where are you currently? So you're not in Poland. You just took the CELTA course there. And where are you now?
1: I'm in Jeonju, South Korea.
0: Jeonju. And how long have you been there?
1: I've been here for almost three years. Wow.
0: Actually, that's, that's longer than I thought.
1: Um,
0: And you teach English, right? hmm who do you teach
1: yep. um I'm at a private academy and I teach just general English with uh spelling tests grammar vocabulary everything um, everything
0: mm. and do you enjoy it
1: yeah I like it yeah. it's now my life
0: <laughs> yeah well, that's cool. Because that's a, what do they say? Like after a certain amount of years, you're done teaching, you kind of hit your limit. So you've, yeah. you've passed like they say it's like two years or something. So you've already hit you've already passed that.
1: Yeah, it's your career
0: the now. There's no escape. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have no options. So um, what? Um, because you weren't always going to be a teacher. Is that correct? Or thinking yeah. you're gonna be a teacher? I'm curious of...
1: wanted to be a lot of things <laughs> yeah
0: so give me give me a list on Mi- Michelin's list of what you wanted to do when you were young
1: yeah well at first I wanted to be a nurse because my mom's a nurse mm-hmm. that just seemed right um, I wanted to be a neurosurgeon at one point
0: <laughs> why not I mean come on
1: yeah yeah um, pilot for a very long time yeah of course Uh, and for a short little time I wanted to be a teacher but I got rid of that really quick (laughs) (laughs) you were over that yeah and then I wanted to be a police officer and that was yeah that's what I studied
0: yeah so you you went into to criminal justice law enforcement
1: why not
0: why not like a nurse or something why did that end up not happening are you afraid of blood? Well, yeah, mm.
1: I was afraid of blood and I was terrible at science.
0: Mm. <laughs> Those are two good reasons not to pursue that or a neurosurgeon. <laughs> You're, I'm sorry. I can't operate. Oh man. His brain is bleeding.
1: <laughs> Just run away. I didn't
0: expect that. Um, so yeah, you, you didn't pursue that one. Good reason for good reason. And then, what was the other one a pilot? Why didn't you go for that? Was that just a short
1: well i was I was in the air cadets, and it seemed like the right path you know so i I spent uh, six years of my youth in a cadet program. whoa where
0: yeah what do you what do you do as a cadet yeah
1: it's like, it's like pre-Army, kind of. Uh, you go, like, twice a week. You kind of do everything. It, it's kind of like preparing yourself for the Army.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs>
1: uh, I really liked it. It was a lot of fun, and I spent all my summers in summer camps. I preparing did. for the Army. <laughs> <laughs> I did basic. I did... Uh, introduction to leadership I did introduction to aviation I did space camp
0: wow
1: operations and I I actually
0: you could have been an astronaut
1: I did I well I wanted to but I was not good at science
0: oh right sorry going I don't want to keep bringing that subject up (laughs) oh you're not good at science yeah
1: And my last year, I ended up teaching space camp, so that
0: was fun. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. (laughs) See, these are the things. Okay, I mean, when I met you, I was like, oh yeah, she teaches in Korea, you know, she's a teacher, and then you'd tell me something, I'm like, what? You did what? Yeah. Like you, every time I talk to you, you tell me some other, you know, nuance of your, you know, history that was just pretty amazing and impressive, so that's why I especially wanted to have you on, because... I wanted to find out more. <laughs> so curious. <laughs> so yeah, so you, yeah. wow. So you prepared for the army for uh, six years of your life.
1: Yeah, pretty much. But then I, I wanted to do pilot, like a pilot camp and I couldn't pass the tests.
0: <laughs> oh no.
1: <laughs> Sometimes when things are too hard sometimes it's just like maybe it's just not meant to be
0: (laughs) yeah maybe i'm not supposed to be a pilot
1: yeah oh plus i was a little bit afraid of heights to be honest
0: (laughs) man (laughs) science heights blood so that's i guess i guess so you went into the law enforcement and i guess in 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 the states law enforcement or not states in canada because you're originally from canada i guess we didn't establish that yeah (laughs) So in Canada, do police officers not have to deal with blood or was it not um, enough to bother you?
1: Well, not enough. Yeah, not enough to bother me. I guess it's just like, um, I did first aid and stuff like that and I was yeah. fine with that. Yeah. I think it's just science was the big thing. I think like being afraid of blood is something you can get used to.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true.
1: But science, I mean, you can't get used just... to
0: that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: If you hate it, you're going to hate it your whole life.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if you're not good at it, you're probably not going to get better at it. <laughs> and you yeah. don't want to be, uh, you know, have holding someone's life in your hands. You know, yeah. And your science be- is what's going to save them. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's a lot of pressure. So, yeah. So, you went into uh, law enforcement, but you went to school for that, right?
1: Yeah. So, I started off with a... I went policing for two years at a college... And
0: that's what you call then, it?
1: Yeah, it's there's like a policing college. And it's and just called
0: you went policing, like that's what you'd say.
1: I went into policing. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Wow. Yeah.
1: It's like a police foundations course, I guess. Wow. But um after it, like it was clear that this 2 years would not get me very far. Oh. So I continued. Well, and during that 2 years I did a practicum with the RCMP which pretty much clarified that I was not going to be a good police officer. Oh no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and is that just was that just because um I don't know because you didn't like know enough for the school or was it just because you you don't feel like you knew or wanted to be a police officer
1: I think I liked the idea of being a police officer and since I'm like I'm a pretty like big girl, you know, I I'm 5'10, I've always been into sports. You know, it just seemed like people were just pushing me, "Oh, you should go into policing." <laughs> yeah. Cuz it just seemed like the right path. Mhm. You know, but really, I went into it. It's like, I don't know. And I wasn't assertive enough. I wasn't, I don't want to say I wasn't tough enough. Cause I I feel like I made it. Mm -hmm. I just, I wasn't ready to uh, be assertive enough for the job.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, how would you see that? Like, what kind of, how can you explain that in a situation? Like, would you if you're pulling, if you're pulling someone over, what would be different between you and maybe a more assertive police officer, or like let's say some person is, you know, a drug dealer and you have to arrest them or something? I don't know. Give me a situation.
1: Well, like a a normal police officer, you stop someone and you're you're asking questions, like you know, I uh, I don't know you. You're basically, like, you, you've you stopped them for something. So you're going to probably start with that. Like, oh, you're kind of going fast tonight. What's going on? You know? <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> but um, I, I just don't like to be that assertive to people. I just, I don't know. Like, going up to people and being, like, telling them what to do is just not my style. So... And I felt uncomfortable being, I
0: don't know. So yeah, you didn't want to like walk up and be like, uh, so do you know why I stopped you tonight? And then yeah, have them like, be like, oh, I don't know, actually. Well, uh, did you uh, see the stop sign back there?
1: Yeah. Hi.
0: And uh, yeah. Where, where are you coming from tonight? Uh, have you been drinking? You didn't want to be that person. To kind of yeah. Go.
1: And I felt nervous and it would just not go very well. <laughs> and I would just let people go. Yeah. You know? <laughs>
0: you were like how long did you actually work because you worked as a police officer for a while right or no
1: like I was in a practicum which okay. so I was with someone else the whole time
0: okay but you had like the lowest amount of tickets in in their history like that you wrote or gave out <laughs> they she has oh. not given out one
1: <laughs> let's just say I didn't make it very far because it wasn't even it, I didn't even make it to that oh. it was just like I get it, as soon as so. started practicum, they kind of saw they're like, uh,
0: "Not gonna happen." To... But that's <laughs> like after you you were in that program for two years, right? Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't like before that anyone said like maybe you don't want to do this. It was like maybe then you were like, when you actually were in the car, you're like, "Oh, well, maybe the last two years wasn't a, wasn't the thing I was supposed to do," you know, or what this I isn't the right path. It's
1: because like. When you're studying it, you're studying law. You're studying things like cases, like criminology stuff, yeah, which is very interesting. You're not studying stopping someone on on the road or like uh, stopping a suicide or things like that. You, that's not things that you study. Those are things that happen on the job. Yeah. That. You just have to be a certain type of person to, to deal with it. And I think that's that's probably a problem with policing schools that they should probably train you for that right off the bat.
0: <laughs> yeah, that sounds like an important thing. Or even do like, I mean, because I know I my dad was a police officer for years. Um, and so I would ride along with him. So it seems like you just have people ride along automatically. You know what I mean? Where you're like, okay, or- we got to, you know. I don't know. That's, it's interesting but it wasn't until in Canada,
1: it just takes a lot of paperwork to actually do a ride along. Oh, <laughs> that's interesting. Like you have to be cleared through the RCMP to ride along with an RCMP. So it's like, well, I guess, you, I guess yeah. it takes
0: about two years also in Canada to figure out if you want to be a police officer if it's right for you so I mean looking at it maybe that makes sense in Canada it just takes a long time (laughs) throw oh we don't know if you want to be a policeman uh so maybe you can just uh write along with uh these or no just come to school for two years and we'll see what you you know if you're right for the job (laughs) just yeah (laughs) it's not too many years (laughs) so oh wow so yeah that's that's crazy so yeah after two years started or you started the practicum you decided this is not for me and then yeah you moved to korea like the next week or something what happened
1: no so i had the option to finish a bachelor's so this was like a two-year college course but they had the option to continue on and so i continued into criminology for another actually three years because i wanted a little more after that Mm -hmm. but Um, yeah, after I finished my bachelor's, I was thinking of doing probation Mm -hmm. because it just seemed like, you know, I, maybe I wasn't good as a police officer, but probation helping people, that might be a good, good field. Mm -hmm. But right now in Canada, it's, it's really hard to get into. And I did a lot of paperwork, a lot of interviews, and I just didn't get anything. So after that, I just, I applied to Korea and I got it that week and left like two weeks after that.
0: (laughs) Wow. That's crazy. It seems like, I mean, I know that a lot of people um, are trying to, they say that we need to go to Canada because it's better there and, you know, we need to run from the president because, you know, it's better (laughs) in Canada, but it seems like there are um it's not easy there either because it seems like you couldn't get you know you didn't know you couldn't ride along with the police officer even though you wanted to be one you couldn't get into this work you wanted to do you and then you had to apply to Korea so maybe the answer is for all the Americans we need to go to Korea
1: <laughs> yeah it's well Canada it w- it's good if you have the right field uh-huh. like if you're an engineer if you're a doctor if you're a scientist that somehow there's no Canadians that are into it right now, that would be good. (laughs) But, um, the, anything that needs a liberal art degree or, I don't know, like even a master's degree in some of the things like you're going to have a hard time finding a job. Mm. Um, pretty much what I've heard is it's like in the U S yeah. I think it's, we're in, we're all in the same boat where it's like there's a lot of older people and they all have the jobs and until they retire, tough luck. Yeah,
0: <laughs> go to Korea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Korea's a pretty good place to be right now, to be honest. Like, and there's a lot of Americans here. So,
0: well, yes. And speaking of that, um, which leads me to another uh, thing I you know found out about you is that you're um, in a band. Yeah. And your band, (laughs) well, when you were in Poland, your band was Korean. There were a group of Korean uh, band members, right? And then you were like the only non-Korean person? Yeah. And then you guys played, what was it, like disco? But then you also played like (laughs) jazz during the summer, right? Yeah.
1: It was like a disco jazz band and a little bit of 90s pop.
0: Yeah. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. So... (laughs) How, how did that happen? Like, I mean, did you grow up? I mean, cause you seem like, I don't know how, maybe in Canada there's more time, but it's like you were in cadet school for six years and like leading space camp and, you know, having all these big dreams of what you wanted to do. And then you also like sing really well. Did you, were you like formally trained or did you just sing all the time? I don't know. Was it just a natural gift?
1: <laughs> it's well, I sang all the time. <laughs> you are good <laughs> but um i mean i was always in like theater groups and like choir and um i did take singing like lessons like just for like note notation wise mm-hmm. um for like about 2 years but really this like it's a lot of fun and stuff, but if you, if you don't play another instrument, it's pretty hard to just be a singer. Really? So, yeah. Like I, well, um, it depends. But for most cases, I know that it, it was hard for me in Canada, but in Korea, there's this great thing because like no one can speak English, but they wanna they wanna play the English songs. Uh huh. So, so it's really to... great if you're a singer because they're like
0: they want you. you know,
1: yeah, they they're like, "Oh, we get someone that can that can sing in English."
0: <laughs> that's so, awesome.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. so it's like a cool way to get into it and
0: yeah. Oh, that's really cool. And yeah, so you just met these people or were you like looking for them or how do you like is there like
1: a I don't know. It was friends that kind of recommended me to them that like someone was working through the university and I have friends that work at the university in Genju Mm -hmm. so I just got an email one day and it was like you want to join this band we need a female singer and I was like sure I'll go try out and I went there and it was a lot of fun and yeah then we formed kind of a band but unfortunately though when I went to Poland they kind of like, they were kind of a little ticked off that I went to Poland so suddenly <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So the band broke up while I was in Poland.
0: <laughs> oh man. was <laughs> And it was, that was like, they're just like, yeah, you're going to go to Poland. Fine. We're done.
1: Yeah. Well, they didn't say that as I was leaving. They said that while, while I was gone.
0: Oh, they text broke <laughs> They text broke up with you, huh?
1: Yeah, oh, they did. Or, like, was like through an email.
0: <laughs> mm, not nice. It,
1: it was okay because I was like, ah, oh, you know what? It's fine. I'm just.
0: You're all. I'm a pretty big deal and I can sing in English and I'm in Korea. So exactly. I'll it's find like, myself <laughs> another band.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: I see how it is. <laughs> you weren't but too then, worried.
1: the The foreigner band from this city. There's like one foreigner band. Basically, they lost their lead singer. Like at at
0: a at a gig, they just lost her or him. I don't know where she went. We're on tour and then (laughs) we just lost her. So we need someone else.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Lost her to the vocal cord. Yeah,
0: it was a sad day. So then they found (laughs) you, right?
1: Yeah. And now it's a lot of fun because I'm among other English people. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this is great.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I can
1: speak to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can all talk and understand. It's actually, it's been interesting because I've played recently more music with uh, foreigners, like through um, the international church I go to, and it's so difficult. I never thought, like, I mean, music sometimes can be really difficult with people anyway. But then when you add, like, the fact that you're, like, we had, like, five countries represented one, one Sunday, we are trying to, like, practice, and I was like, this is maddening, because they, you can't explain it, and because it's a whole different language, even, a whole different vocabulary for music, and so you're trying to communicate, and then you'll have, like, you know, you're just like, this is really difficult, I don't know, so the fact that you were in the band, that would be pretty tough, I think. Or, you know. yeah
1: it the the foreigner band was a is a lot better than the i would say just communication wise being like ah, i like this song what do you think <laughs> and they could talk to you about it. or even for cool. them
0: to be able to say like oh at this point i want you i think because you sent me that clip of you guys practicing and you and you can they can say like oh here i think you need to come in there or you need to sit you know end here on this measure you know and even saying anything like that to with when you don't understand the language you're just like see at this part I like it when it sounds you have to like explain around the thing it just takes forever and
1: yeah um, and and as a singer I mean you have to be able to communicate with the musicians because I mean at some at some point it's just going to be passive aggressiveness yeah <laughs> no idea what's going on uh-huh. you're like, what am I doing wrong? Just tell me.
0: <laughs> yeah, until they until they finally send you a text message saying they broke up while you're in Poland, I guess. You know, it was a bad relationship. I'm glad you got out of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably for the best. Um, yes. Oh, that's crazy. So, and you guys play often. That's why it's been kind of difficult to schedule. I know for both of us yeah. to make time.
1: We have like, well, we practice every Thursday, but then we have a permanent, like, gig every Friday Mm -hmm. and sometimes Saturday. So it's, it's a lot of fun.
0: fun. Do you guys have t-shirts yet? No,
1: but we have stickers.
0: Oh man, that's even better because it's easier to send a sticker.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll send you some. That's great. We're called harder than walking.
0: (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) And do you guys have anything like recorded or yet, or is it just kind of live stuff only right now?
1: Well, they've they recorded stuff without me.
0: With the singer <laughs> like, that they lost. In
1: the past. Yeah, in the past. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm with them, uh, I think there might be opportunities to record things. There's one of the musicians wrote a song that I sing right now and the other the other singer also has like four originals. Mm. Mm-hmm. There, there are enough originals to, to go around. I mean, to,
0: <laughs> to make a decent album or at least an yeah. Uh, EP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that'd be cool. Well, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. And so, so you teach English in the afternoon, right? Is that correct? Kind of.
1: Yeah, from like, well, twelve to seven thirty.
0: And then you play music on the weekends. And what else mm-hmm. do you do, like, in Korea? What is, like, your some of your favorite things? Kind of give us an idea, since you're a foreigner in that <laughs> your place.
1: Korea's a lot of fun, because it's like being at summer camp, where you're always meeting new people. Mm. So, there's always, like... Because the foreigner community here, it's, it's small, but there's always new people coming in. And so, that's a lot of fun. And... But also, on the on the flip side of that, then you're always saying goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Say hello, goodbye, hello, yeah. goodbye. But um, also, like, Korea has a lot of cool things, like, that I, I've kind of taken from the,
0: like, <laughs> I've taken.
1: Uh, You've stolen. Claw them. machines. You've... I love claw machines now. I love weird coffee shops. They have the weirdest coffee shops, but it's really cool. Like
0: what? You have the, I don't even like, know.
1: In Seoul, they have a toilet, uh, <laughs> toilet coffee shop. It's like you can drink coffee out of a cup that's shaped in, in a toilet. And it's like toilet themed. And there's also like animal cafes. So there's like a reptile cafe and a oh. cat cafe, dog cafes.
0: But, like, yeah. I've heard of that in Japan. So, it's like you can go in and pet. There's, like, dogs there or cats there, right? Or yeah. Or you, you don't it's take like some, your dogs.
1: Just need a dog's attention. Mm-hmm. You know, but the apartments are so small here that owning a pet is pretty hard. So, it's really cool to go to a cafe and just be like, Oh, I just want to pet some dogs and have fun. <laughs>
0: And so, one of the ones that I saw, you can't take the drink in with the dogs or cats. Is that true? Like, you can't, or, um, or are you allowed to be, like, have your drink and then go pet the dog? The
1: ones I've been to, like, the the animals were just, like, around, and you you keep your drink at the table. Yeah, make sure. Like sense. You can, yeah, you can, but the dogs can come to the table.
0: <laughs> oh, they're they're free-range dogs.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they give you treats, like, you can... They give you treats and you can buy more treats. So, are, like, just, like, you treats at the same time that you're drinking in your coffee. So but are great. the
0: dogs, like, fat men? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> get you as a day. Yeah. <laughs> they're fat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this doesn't seem good, though, because they should, like, rotate them. Like, they're just feeding them treats all the
1: time. Yeah. And then do they ever go outside? I think so. I haven't seen them bring them outside. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I, this is okay. (laughs) What are the conditions of these dogs? And the cat cafes, you know how cats like, they, they want attention, Mm -hmm. but like these cat cafes, like they have so much attention that like, they don't care. They don't care about you at all. (gasps) So.
0: They don't want you there. They don't care if you're there. Yes,
1: they're like, oh, more human.
0: Are they fat too?
1: They're not as fat as the dog. <laughs> oh, oh, man.
0: Well, because the cats are like, I don't want to eat it. I'm not going to eat it. And the dog's like, I'll eat it. I don't know. When's my next meal? Oh, look, I'll eat it. <laughs>
1: Dogs would eat
0: anything. (laughs) Yeah, because somebody was like, "He's hungry." They always tell me, like, people who don't have dogs and they see Alex. He's always my dog's always wanting more food, and I'm like, "He's not hungry. He's always hungry." It's like that's a dog; (laughs) they're never not hungry. (laughs) It's never like he puts his little (laughs) paw on his stomach, being like, "Oh, oh, no, thank you. I can't eat another bite." (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, (laughs) and it's not gonna happen.
1: Like no, I'm dieting this month. (laughs) Oh yeah,
0: you know if I eat one more piece of steak, whoa, you know I hit my limit. (laughs) That's just not gonna happen. (laughs) Oh, that's crazy. So a fat dog cafe, uh, board cats, and then oh, and and
1: there's board game cafes as well. So you can like bring friends and go to a board game cafes, which that's
0: that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And they do that now around places at bars too, which I think is a good idea. You know. Yeah. Play games. Give people something to do.
1: That's great, yeah. I think that's a great idea.
0: Did you go to the reptile cafe?
1: I did. And
0: Um, are there snakes? Yes. Are they fat?
1: But it's stinky.
0: Oh I bet.
1: I I feel like it's a little stinky. I don't know. I can't stay there much, like very long, because I stay there and I'm like, ugh, the smell.
0: Oh, but, oh my gosh, that's terrible. Do they, do they <laughs> give you like mice to feed them or something?
1: No, that's no. good. But they they have like a they have big turtles though. I think the turtles are the most impressive thing yeah. at the reptile cafe because they just let them loose and the turtle is just like walking
0: <laughs> <laughs> under your table. Oh, man. Yeah. So, and then they have snakes, but they're not loose?
1: No, like, the snakes, like, they'll take them out and then put them on you and then, like... Oh, I hate it. Put them back in the cage.
0: I hate it. I never want to go there. <laughs> like, it's like a torture cafe. That's what I would call it, you know? <laughs> do you want to go to torture yeah. cafe where they're going to put snakes on you and it stinks? It's, <laughs> it's a it great does. business plan. What we'll do... We'll get deadly and stinky animals and put them in a room. And while people are drinking their coffee, we'll just put them on them. They'll love it.
1: Yeah. And, they and it's do. it's always full of people too. So I'm just oh. like, some people just love it. Wow. I only go when someone's like new and is like, oh my God, I want to go to the Reptile Cafe. And I'm like, oh, okay.
0: We have 20 minutes at the Reptile Cafe. That's it. 20
1: minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take you there, but I won't come in. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'll wait outside, and when you're done, we'll go to the Fat Dog Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Sorry. I do you have pictures of these cafes?
1: I wish I did. I I have one of the reptile one, but I I'll look for them and send them to you. Yeah, because I can I'm put
0: them on the if you send if you have some, I'll put them on the show notes. We can. can see what we're talking about but still it's so so crazy so yeah so korea i'm sorry we got stuck on this but so they have all kinds (laughs) of crazy things so they do
1: yeah they also have like they're really into hiking mountains like ah really 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 bad like i live right next to a mountain and there's always people going up i wish that i went up but i don't (laughs) I see them going up and I feel that that's pretty impressive.
0: <laughs> I see them. Go- yeah. You're impressed with them going up.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I'm impressed at the age of the people going up. Like these people are like 70, 80 years old and they're like going up every day. I see them and I'm like, Oh my God.
0: What kind of, you- mount- that's impressive. Like what kind yeah. of a mountain are we talking about?
1: Well, yeah. It, yeah. It, it like, it might not even be a mountain. The- I think it's tall. I think it's pretty high. It, yeah. I'll, I'll send you a picture. Okay,
0: <laughs> of the people going up and down the mountain. And then can yeah. you kind of get like somehow make it so it's like the back of your head looking out the window watching people go up this mountain? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah I will. That would be, be great. <laughs> be good in the morning, so that's sunny. <laughs>
0: You're all just staring. <laughs> hmm. Well, I wish yeah. I was going up the mountain, but I'm not.
1: <laughs> I did go. Two times in my three years here, I've two times up. And every time I go, I'm like, oh my God, this is too much. This is too much.
0: (laughs) How long does it take to go up?
1: It takes like 30 minutes to go up and then like 10 to come down. But it's it's, like.
0: So it's not a a mountain.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like,
0: (laughs) I'm thinking of a mountain. (laughs)
1: steep. Like, it's like. Koreans, they don't, like, you know how, like, uh, I don't know, in Canada, we have, like, okay, not a mountain, a hill. I don't know what you call, like, a really big hill, but anyways.
0: A big hill. Uh,
1: they, they like, go around, and it's not, like, so steep.
0: Like, they make switchbacks, right?
1: Yeah, but, like, in Korea, it's just, like, straight up. And you're, like, and that's, like, for every mountain that I've ever climbed in Korea. Which is not many, but <laughs>
0: Every mountain or every hill? That's that's the...
1: Oh, yeah, the hill. <laughs> what and is... So
0: do you know the name of this hill? I mean mountain?
1: <laughs> it's called Gidingbong, oh. which means giraffe mountain. Like, Korea has a lot of mountains. Yeah. Well, they call them mountains, but they're not actually mountains.
0: Yeah. Well, we've established that, I guess. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I'm just really excited then to see your picture. So, I mean, it was fine until you told me it takes like 30 minutes to get up. And then I was like, oh. Uh,
1: yeah, and then you're like, you should probably.
0: So, yeah. So you <laughs> climb mountains. They like to climb mountains. Sorry. We keep getting really distracted. Um, yeah. They climb mountains. They play the claw machine. And they have weird cafes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's pretty awesome. And that's like um, what they do. Yeah. Um, and there, drinking is definitely a big part of Korea, Mm -hmm. drinking and partying, because it's like, it is like, if, if you want to party, there are many, many opportunities. Mm -hmm. Um, when I first came here, I, I did a lot of it, but then like, now I'm a little like, maybe some other time.
0: (laughs) I don't want to feel like (laughs) garbage the next day
1: yeah I'd rather
0: just you know knit and paint and yeah, which yeah. what is what you know you forgot that we were skyping, so you were knitting in your pajamas, right?
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I mean, hey, you're living the life, and you're just watching well, watch people <laughs> yeah, watching people climb climb mountains <laughs> oh, uh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. so other than like kind of some of the different things, what's like your favorite thing? Cause you're going to, you're planning on staying there a little bit longer, but, um, kind of what are some of the things that you like were surprised about, but now you like feel like you can't live without because,
1: um, well, Korea is like, there are some bad things, but there's a lot of good things about Korea. Like the people, the people in Korea are like super friendly And you could, like, I could leave my purse on the street, it would not be touched, no one would. I could come back the next day and it would still be there. Have you tried that? No,
0: (laughs) such a long pause, like, you had to think about it.
1: Have I? I had to think about it because I was like like do i know someone that that's actually happened to
0: Oh yeah well cuz you could always like you know leave a, a purse there that would be a super interesting like study Yeah doesn't have to but, be But that's pretty amazing
1: Yeah like people like have lost their wallets lost their phone here and they've just been returned to them like wow. through the mail like if there's a card in it or like you know stealing here is like a it's very like Dishonorable, yeah. I guess. Like, y- you'd be like dishonoring your family, uh huh. So, like, people don't do it generally, so it's that's a really nice thing. And I feel like that's like a lot like Canada. Like, Canadians, yes, they will steal, but for the most part, they won't.
0: <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. I, I don't think, yeah. Canadians are always I mean all the jokes are that they're so nice you know <laughs> yeah
1: uh, so. and I'm fr- I'm from a very small town so like you know if, if I left something my like it would somehow make it back <laughs>
0: uh, yeah no one's gonna mess with it
1: yeah so it, it's kind of similar in that way but like here there's a lot of people like I'm in I'm in a Well, I think it's a big city. I guess it's not that much of a big city compared to Korean cities. But Mm -hmm. I'm a big enough city that I think, like, not stealing is a pretty pretty big deal compared to, I mean, Canadian cities are usually not that big.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And they're not very, yeah. So what part of Canada did you grow up in exactly? Uh, New Brunswick. (laughs) New Brunswick.
1: Like, the pr- the it, province of New Brunswick. It
0: always sounds pretty. I haven't been to that one.
1: It's actually a loyalist province where, like, after the...
0: Your civil war... <laughs> oh, ours? Mine?
1: Yeah, My your civil American war? civil okay. war. The, the people that were true to the queen, or true to the king at the time, I, I can't remember... But they came to this province because, or to the province where I'm from, because the queen or king—I can't remember—gave it to them. Mm. You're like, "Come here!" So, wow,
0: we we never got taught about that. I don't think. Yeah. Nobody ever told us there was a. Well, I think maybe it was. No, it wasn't like a loyalist. It was a traitor. We yeah. just call it the Trader Province. The trader <laughs> province. <laughs> All you traders, go on up However, there.
1: However, <laughs> I am not from that ancestry, so I can probably say that I'm not in the Trader. <laughs>
0: you're province. not a traitor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. We don't have to tar and feather you or whatever. Uh, I'm in the traitors. French part. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, and you speak like uh, fluent French, right? Yeah, French fluently. Yeah. yeah. So, and you're not a traitor, so that's good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But then why did the
0: why did the French people come over?
1: Well, the French people were already there, but they the the queen kind of just gave a gave our province away we're oh. like here. But we were like we're here. We're staying.
0: We're not moving. <laughs> we're loyal to you too, but we already live here.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's interesting. you can't so, move us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we're we're stuck. So did you end up or not you because we keep saying you like you know, it's the other person, but like at the, at the time, like how many, uh, Americans left? Do you know like the amount
1: I don't of, know. of traders? I don't know how many, traders.
0: <laughs> how many traders ended up moving. I, now I'm really curious. I never even knew that.
1: It's, it's funny how you call them traders. I'm like the loyalists. I know, you know. the ones the who traders. love the
0: queen and <laughs> the traders who ditched their country. They couldn't handle it. They didn't want to build a better tomorrow. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know anything about this. Oh. So it was not after the Civil War. It was after the Revolution, right?
1: Right, yeah. Okay. Or during the Revolution when they're like, we don't want to fight, we want you want the Oh, please. so you
0: had like the traitors and the people who are like babies who are afraid to fight. The cowards and the traitors. Yeah. That's yeah, what makes know. up your province. <laughs> I never knew.
1: The cowards are very good agriculturists. So. Oh,
0: that's true. I know. And they're really friendly and they don't steal anything because <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> they're so. afraid. <laughs> <laughs> so that's nice.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: They're all, I
1: don't know if I should.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> oh. I think we should just go north. <laughs> Maybe the queen will let us hide there. Ooh. <laughs> Oh man, I never knew. I make it. It. I don't know how I feel about New Brunswick now. Changes my whole opinion of the place. I mean, I didn't feel that strongly either way before, but okay. I'm gonna have to look inside. I'm
1: reading an article right now. It says loyalist settlement in New Brunswick, and it says uh, in total, almost thirty-five thousand people moved into the maritime region. Wow, oh, yeah, thirty-five thousand cowards and loyals, <laughs>
0: cowards and yeah, and and traitors.
1: Yeah, yeah traitors. Well,
0: <laughs> okay, good to know. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad that you know you're you're from a strong, you know, your background wasn't going to give up the, your ancestors weren't going to give up the land to the cowards. Yeah. We had to move over a little bit and share it. So, did a lot of those people? Okay, I know we keep talking about this too, but did they like learn how to speak French then? Uh, Because no,
1: we learned how to speak English. Because (laughs) of them? No. Well, there were already a little bit of English people like living there. Mm. So, but um, yeah, I think we just picked up English very easily, but. I think it's harder. I don't know. I think it's harder for an English person to learn French than it is for a French person to learn English Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of like English material. Yeah, that's true. I don't know about the time, but I know like now, looking at my life, it's like TV is in English, so I should learn English. You know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's not good French TV.
1: There's like three channels <laughs>
0: compared
1: to the 35 channels.
0: <laughs> like 35,000 options. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. That's interesting. And I guess if you can speak French, then you can. Um, so anyway, yeah, we don't have to go on and on about that. But I'm curious too. So do you have any like pretty funny stories, um, even living in Korea or something that you, um, like what would have been, the <laughs> so maybe something that's like the most difficult since you've lived there and then also like maybe a funny story or two
1: here women it's it's a little bit hard for women because uh tampons aren't a thing like they're new to korea so there are places that have them but mostly they're hard to find
0: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, <laughs> yeah so th- that's pretty it sucks but um, <laughs> is I'm that thinking...
0: under the difficult category of things? Yeah,
1: it is under the difficult category. Okay. <laughs> Another funny story about that. Okay, that... I was
0: wondering if there was a story or if that was the end.
1: Yeah. I was thinking if it was appropriate because then I was like, uh, should I say it? And then I was like, oh, whatever. We we had, we were at a shop, a department store, and we went to a lady, and we had tampon on the like Google Translate, and we were like, we were pointing, it was like where. You know, where is this? And she had no idea. And we were like, how do you not know? Like, we've translated it. It's in <laughs> Korean. And she was, like, playing ignorance. Like, I think she just got awkward and was like, I don't want to show you where this is. And all of a sudden, this guy comes over, this man, like, older 40-year-old man. And he comes up, and he's like, oh, I can speak English and Korean. What's the problem? Oh. And we were—we <laughs> literally had... The phone was in the employee's hand already, so she gave the phone to him, and he just looked at it and he's like, oh. <laughs> and he, he, he told the lady what we wanted, and we, we got to it, but
0: yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, why wasn't she just telling you where it was?
1: I don't know. I think maybe... The Google Translate was off or something, but I think she was just awkward and didn't want to show us. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Here,
0: you're all, no, no, no. And he passes it over. Oh, jeez.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> so he knew what it was. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, okay, well, if, if he knows what it is and you don't know what it is, there's just like, this, I don't understand. <laughs> there's a
0: problem. If it's in your <laughs> store. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's a problem. Oh man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh jeez.
1: Yeah, some things are some things are difficult, but like the learning Korean is definitely a plus. Like once I started to know a lot more, it's way easier to navigate. But when I was here at first, it was a, a little bit of a trial and error and a lot of miming.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, there's always miming. Oh man. I, I just don't even, I don't know. Learning another language is pretty tough because you're just like, I'm yeah. stupid. Okay. I I know what I want to say, but I can't explain it. And to be miming as an adult, you're all, Ugh. okay.
1: Yeah. I know. You're like, oh, poor little
0: girl. Yeah. Oh, look at that adult acting like yeah. a toddler. <laughs> And everyone who is waiting behind her wants to smack her because she's taking up everyone's time.
1: Yeah, asking about make- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
0: and then the guy announces it to the whole line.
1: <laughs> like, does anybody
0: have? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where these are, anyone? Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah, here it's also, um, like, there's a lot of cultural things that could be a bit... Uh, Confusing for mm. an American, like taking off your shoes at uh, the door the door of a restaurant.
0: Oh. At a restaurant and, even.
1: Yeah, and bowing. The constant bowing.
0: You have to bow a like, lot?
1: Yeah, like in Poland I accidentally bowed a lot of times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 like they're <laughs> like <laughs>
0: You never bowed to me. Yeah, well. That's kind of it's sad. because we're
1: friends. Oh, you, yeah, you so don't... you wouldn't
0: bow to a friend. Okay, that's nice. Thanks.
1: Bow to, like, older people. Or, like, people that serve you. Like, you you bow when you enter a restaurant. Or you enter, like, a 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did you bow when you went into Javka, The little store with yeah. the frog.
1: <laughs> but, you know the way i bow it could also like be a interpreted as like, a, hi <laughs> i kind of, like a bow the head they're just like hi or i don't know wow
0: well, and <laughs> our, oh, that's awesome
1: <laughs> oh man oh so yeah. bowing okay. or write your kids like write your students names in red that's Ah. That means means they're going to (laughs) die.
0: Oh, geez. I was thinking of that with you because you were telling me about that. And then I was grading this paper and I was like, "Uh, I shouldn't use red. And I was like, yeah, it's okay. Because my Polish teacher uses red all the time with me. So I I figure (laughs) they're fine with it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I guess they understand, like, if you do it, but they're going to freak out even if they, like they realize that it's a mistake they're gonna be like oh my god
0: but didn't you say because, yeah like, a kid like freaked out when you did it and ran out
1: yeah they will they like make it very dramatic as well Like, like <laughs> <laughs> Me die!
0: Me die! <laughs> oh wow oh jeez, that is stressful
1: yeah and then like then you you feel bad because what if like the night of they die and then you're like oh that was my fault my bad
0: Yeah. (laughs) And then they die. And then they're really scared of the color red. (laughs) But think of the control you'd have in the classroom.
1: Oh, my God. That would be extreme. I'm like, I'll write your name in red. Hey, you (laughs) want
0: me to write it down? Do you? Do you want your name in the red box? In red.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's because their king wrote names of, like, red... The names of people that were getting executed or something in red before they died.
0: Oh, so that's, that's a big deal.
1: Like seen as, like, the king's order color is red. Yeah, so people,
0: it's the final, the death penalty.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm like, uh-oh, don't use red. Oh, but man. I don't understand because I'm like... My school gives us red markers. They should just ban red markers. I know.
0: (laughs) They just just don't need them. Get rid of them all.
1: Yeah, that'd be way easier instead of, like, having a little bit of a freak out in class. But I think they kind of, like, like the cultural chaos that it creates.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know. They're probably like, (laughs) new teacher, let's watch how this goes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man,
1: yeah. that's mean. Uh,
0: so you're planning on staying there for a little uh, while longer?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm i debating back and forth, but since the Olympics are coming, oh, that's kind of like a, an incentive to stay for another year. At least, to yeah. make it to the 2018 Olympics. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't know what the future will bring because my my contract's ending in November and I don't know I, I do feel like I, sh- I I want an adventure I kind of want to go to a different country and see different things yeah, but uh, Korea's so easy that's the that's the hard part they call it like the golden shackles because ah. it's like, really easy to live and uh, very very like spoiled lifestyle
0: oh that's interesting so yeah. it's like you would you you ate dessert first now you don't you have to go back and
1: yeah you don't want to go like suffer in a different country but then at the same time you're like what I should explore more and, like, use my CELTA. <laughs> yeah, because Korea is, like, you know, you, you're getting... It's not, like, a high pay, but at the same time, your your accommodations are paid for. So, right there, like, everything that you make is clear. Yeah, you well, know? oh, that's nice. Yeah, and there's a lot, like, there's no worries. And plus, most people only work like seven even six hours a day wow so. oh that's cool and everyone gets their weekends off so
0: you can climb a mountain if you want
1: yeah if you want and if you don't want to you know
0: they don't force you it's pushing you no
1: although there is the shame of seeing a 70 year old mountain and being like nope
0: <laughs> maybe though it's like it's it's the reverse though too because it's like well i have plenty of time i don't need to climb yeah. a mountain right now <laughs> like, I, I mean it's that, all good
1: you ain't going anywhere yeah
0: and look i mean they're doing it when they're 70 i can do it anytime i got yeah you know 50 years or whatever 50 some years of my life gives, by, <laughs> you have a lot of time it's good
1: yeah don't lately go, though not of like tension going on with north korea so oh
0: actually i know we need i need to wrap up soon here but i'm curious because i hear things on um i you know i don't hear much because i the news is annoying sometimes but what little i do hear, there's like people say that it's all there's a lot of tension and then i watched a video and it was this guy this korean guy interviewing people in south korea and they were asking about it and they were saying like Oh, we're not that concerned. This is normal. This is what he always does before an election. But what is your take on it? I'm curious.
1: Well, it's. It, they're right. Like, it's always been that way. And their war has never concluded. So technically, they're still at war. Like, they. It's uh-huh. just, so. But I do think that. Uh, Trump is rocking the boat a little bit and it's a little bit scary. <laughs> like, yeah. more than the other years and the other scares that I have had when I was here. Um, I'm I'm not too worried because in the area that I'm in, um, Kim Jong-un or Kim Jong-il uh, ancestors are buried here. Oh. So, I don't think he would bomb you. Okay. But, um, if it's a nuclear thing, then there's really no escaping anywhere.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. if it's a nuclear, I guess you're in trouble.
1: But, oh. I don't know if it's even gonna happen though, like, the Koreans don't think like, it's ever gonna happen. But, hmm. At the same time, they they all have mandatory uh, military service, and they're all ready. Oh wow! They're all ready to go if something ha- like something happens, because they've all had two years of mandatory uh, military service. Wow. Well, the men have none of the women. If North Korea does anything, South Korea and the U.S. will just like go to town yeah uh, it's i kind of that's the thing like i kind of feel bad because if anything were to happen like it would be kim jong-il's fault but the people would pay
0: (laughs) yeah that's what's so hard about it
1: yeah because like obviously those people are not like for what's going on yeah Uh. they're like innocent, ignorant people.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. Yeah.
1: And a lot of the South Koreans don't want don't wanna go to war with North Korea because it is like it is their their family. Like yeah. it is like their great great grand like something. Yeah.
0: Ugh, but, what a mess.
1: Yeah, it is a mess. But I do think something's gonna happen that they're gonna conclude it. I feel like a war can't go on this long.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's been a while.
1: Yeah. Hmm. But I don't know. It's, it's, it's a little scary, but at the same time, I mean, it's, it's exciting. Not it's to, exciting. No, not to know, but you're not safe anywhere really. So yeah. it's like, exactly.
0: <laughs> no one's safe anywhere. I mean, yeah, and, like, he's, it's interesting because, yeah, like you were saying, that it's it's something that people, you're used to, and you've seen it mm. happen, so you kind of just, like, well, I don't, you know, you get, you adapt to where you are at and what you're, yeah. what you're doing.
1: I tend, like, I, I know there's a lot of freak out on Facebook, so. Oh, yeah. And a lot of family members have been, like, are you coming home? It seems like there's something going on. I'm, like, well, eh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not yet.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's not bad enough yet. Just tell them to stop
0: looking at Facebook. That usually is a good idea.
1: Yeah, and I I think, like, the media definitely uh, heightens it. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I think that's what most of them were saying. It's just, like, the media. Uh, That's what the media is for, right?
1: Right. Their their election, though, we have a day off tomorrow because it's their election day. uh Uh-huh. We'll see. Maybe something's going to happen on election day.
0: Oh, there you go. Um, I'll watch.
1: Yeah, if, if something does happen, this, this recording might be very nostalgic. <laughs> oh,
0: that's so sad. Okay, so, okay, now we, yeah, we have to come to an end. So, I mean, if what are your final words? If this is your last, um, what would you like to say to anyone? Any special... You need to confess your love to someone or anything?
1: Oh, jeez! Uh, I don't know. Um, I think, well, if you can take anything from my life is that sometimes you just have to let the universe guide you.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you're going to go where you're supposed to go. Sometimes you just have to let it happen and enjoy the ride. That's what I've been doing, and um, it's worked out well for me.
0: <laughs> uh, unless you're dead tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, if if I'm dead tomorrow, I've definitely lived a very, very interesting and uh, really cool cool adventure.
0: I know you've been you've been all over the place. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's cool. It's
1: weird to look back on like how many things you've done because you look at your life and you're like, you know, I'm late 20s now. And you, you kind of feel a lot of the times, like our generation, we feel like we're going nowhere because we haven't like, you know, we've graduated, but we haven't found jobs in our fields or things like that. Mm -hmm. I do think that we have to take credit for like the little things that we do do. Like, because Sometimes it's, it's not about careers. It's about, like, you know, the the little things that you've done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's not about the career. It's about the adventure. Like, because I, I know, like, when you graduate high school, there's all this pressure on building the best career that you could ever have, you know, mm-hmm.
0: but... And it's not true.
1: Yeah. I mean, you... You could be just as, well, I mean, your, your path might not lead to, uh, I don't know, the perfect career and the perfect building in the perfect city. Mm -hmm. Exactly. you might end up loving a city that's halfway across the world and I don't know. Yep. You just don't know. Yeah. Well. uh... Let let your, let the universe guide you.
0: All right. If (laughs) That's what we're taking home tonight. <laughs> Be guided. And yeah, yeah, thanks Thanks for having or for coming on. Thanks for having me on today. Oh, just kidding. I, I don't know what I'm saying. That's, <laughs> but you know, I'm glad that you were... Um, <laughs> I've already been recording, like I said, with my friend from Korea, recording her stuff today for English teaching. And so for three hours, we did that right before this. And so oh, my, really? my head is like, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. But... Yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm glad you were on today, and I hope that wherever your next adventure takes you, it's it's as much fun as the ones before and more. And maybe we can, you know, you can uh, share some more of your adventures later on with us again. So, and if anyone has any questions or wants to know more about your adventures, I will tell you, you can write to me, people out there, at com, and I will get your questions to Michelin and... I'm sure she'd love to answer them or you know if you have uh, Korean uh, advice about traveling in Korea or something or you want to know the exact meters of that mountain or hill um, or feet <laughs> yeah so
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so hopefully in the show notes you'll be able to
0: see um, the, the the mountain and you know even the some of the cafes and stuff like that any of the information will have it on there so check it out at that international and you can subscribe on itunes or soundcloud or the rss feed on the website to listen wherever you download your podcast and thanks so much until next time thank you michelin and goodbye <laughs>